Sunday pour back on the Monday night of Super Wild Card Weekend. Here to put a cherry on top of the weekend and uh, look ahead to DPW. Talk about the weekend that we uh, just witnessed. I think the Tom Brady era in Tampa is over. Yeah, it's looking... It's looking like that is bleak in, in Tampa right now. You know, I was it was a weekend of self-fulfilling prophecies, really. And I thought tonight would be the final one with Dallas kind of showing their true colors, losing a, a road playoff game, Tom Brady's ownership of them continuing. But it looks like the prophecy tonight is that of the aging quarterback finally putting put to, put to rest. He's not done, obviously. He'll be back someplace with Sean Payton next year. But uh as of tonight, he looks like a 45-year-old quarterback. Yeah. I mean, by some miracle, it's actually still a three-possession game because uh, the Dallas kicker, Brett Mahar, has missed four <laughs> extra points. Unbelievable. I mean, I, you got to cut the guy, right? Like mid, uh, yeah. I don't think he, you could. This is like a yip situation. Yeah, this is a playoff thing, getting into his head, and he just he, – He's awful. I mean, this <laughs> he's got a barrier on it. Like, I was surprised after the second touchdown that they didn't go for two to kind of just even things out. I think maybe they put him out there to kind of get his confidence back. Instead, it's all down. The wheels have come off of Brett Maher's kicking days. <laughs> it, is, it is ridiculous, man. But, yeah. Do you, do you run him back chance. out there if they score another touchdown? I, I would have been done after two, I think. I yeah, I, I, if he's doing it now, he's he's gotta. I've gotta go for the I think four is the record, but you gotta keep padding those stats. Brady almost throwing another pick. So uh, you would you would run him back out there for, if they go up thirty to nothing. I kinda this, wanna if, if it's a meaningless like game at that point, it's well, to. I kinda wanna just keep like get your get your head right. Yeah, I think you have to, yeah. Or miss another one and you're not getting on the plane. We're signing Rodrigo Blankenship tomorrow. <laughs> take, take the take the bus home. Yeah, yeah. They, <laughs> I, they, I mean the 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 Bucks had a, had a shot early to tie it up, and Brady throws a pick in the end zone, and that's really, I mean, you can't do that. You can't give, and the defense has not given them an inch really since then. They uh, they look like the defense was supposed to look for half the season. Yeah, I, I don't know how much credit to give Dallas's defense here. I mean, just the Bucks' offense is just atrocious. No, they've made they've made a couple plays. I I agree. I agree. It's a little bit of column A, column B, where the offense is bad, but I think the defense is playing pretty well tonight too. Yeah, but, yeah. I I'm not. Yeah, I'm not locking in for a, a defensive uh, shriek through the playoffs here. Or anything like that. I'm just saying for one night, they seem to look okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm being careful to declare Tampa completely dead, but it does look like it's over. Yeah, another punt there, and things are looking ugly. The other prophecies I was talking about, um, one was Geno Smith getting blown out. That was like one of those things that just makes sense when it happens. I have, I don't put that on Gino though. I thought Gino played well. Yeah, no, no, he did, and and he looked, he was connecting with uh, 
with Metcalf a little bit in the first half, they looked pretty sharp there. But I mean, just on paper, I'm saying that's what the Geno Smith in the playoffs is something that we would all expect to end in a blowout, a yeah. one sided blowout. The other one being the Chargers, or one of the other ones being the Chargers and the Vikings being them play off their, their playoff selves and not showing up. Uh, Chargers, yes. Vikings, I thought Cousins was actually good in that game, except for that fourth and eight. You know, throw to Hawkinson, which is unforgivable, but it four yard pass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was unforgivable. But uh, I, I actually thought you couldn't. It was a bad day for uh, for like the Kirk Cousins tr- truthers. I mean, that's the wrong way to put it. For like the anti-Kirk Cousins people, because he actually played well. He was on the defense that game. You can't give up thirty-one to the Giants. No, no, that's um, that did them that did them in for sure. Giants their defense, defense is their weakest link. All their defense has been their weakest link all year. The Vikings and they finally killed them in a big mm-hmm. spot. Giants did a nice job of locking up uh, Justin Jefferson. But you know, but Kirk Cousins did did was able to do his damage. He mostly went to Hutchinson, who had like a thousand yards. But it was, uh, yeah, that was that was. If you told me that game was gonna be thirty uh, a thirty one point was thirty one twenty four. If you told me it was gonna be thirty one twenty four, I would assume the Giants would have lost that game. So yeah, me too. That's uh, something that we'll take here in Giants land for sure. But yeah, de- definitely, definitely not like yeah. I don't Cousins didn't turn it over. So I mean, it's you know there was no, there's no choke job in Minnesota, but no, he was. I thought he was actually played all right. Yeah, but again, just you know, we expect certain things out of these teams. That I mean, the Chargers one was like the choke of the weekend, obviously, but that was the other, other prophecy that I thought that told itself, even even if it wasn't in true fashion. What we were looking the, for the Chargers game. Felt like you know when you give like a lifetime achievement award to somebody <laughs> yep. who's like a hundred years old and it's like the Oscars and they get a standing ovation for like five minutes. <laughs> yep, that's what I felt watching the Chargers blow that game. Like that was their twenty-eight to three. That was their Mona Lisa that they painted on Saturday. It'll never, it'll it'll never you'll never see another Charger. You'll see Charger gags, I'm sure, going forward. But that was peak Chargering. Wow, that was that the was peak. A, that was 20 years built up, built the, up to that point. The creme a la creme of Chargers football. Incredible, and it was just like even when the Jaguar, like the only thing stopping me from turning that game off was it was the Chargers, and the Jaguars put one in the end zone before the uh, before the half. They, and it just a, felt like 27-7. It was like, ah, the Jags are getting the ball. Just felt like it wasn't over because it was the Chargers. Yeah, once they put that seven on the board at the end of the half, you kind of saw the map towards this being a Chargers choke job. Yeah. Oh, they, yeah. If they just kept them off the board, I I would not have felt that way. But there was it was late in it was late in the first half. Uh, it was third down and short. For Jacksonville and Lawrence threw a terrible pass like behind Kirk. And it just it was like, yeah, four picks and a half. Bad pass there when you're trying to like put some points on the board. And the Chargers gave him the ball back again. Give him another shot. Like just you gotta run the clock out. Get a couple first downs. Don't let him get in the board. Don't give him another opportunity. Just kind of step in the throat a little bit here. 
and they let him get the ball back again. I think they might even want three and out, inexcusable punt, give it back to uh, to Lawrence, and and they, and they score, and eventually, obviously, in the second half, go on and win it. But just, I mean, no killer instinct from those. You're on the road. You cannot take the foot off the gas. And I know they were working with like a short field a lot because of the turnovers, the Jacksonville turnovers. And then this, you know, later on without the, without the giveaways, they had to deal with the full field and Jacksonville's defense is pretty good. Um, at least they're competitive, but Jacksonville's defense kept them in the game. I thought they played well. Yeah. And again, the and that's on the Chargers D too because they're supposed to be pretty good defense too, and they you know obviously looked great early, and they couldn't hold this team in the second half. It's uh, really bad, just bad all around. I don't, I don't, I honestly don't know how that guy. That guy only has his job because he's a second year guy, and you got to roll with him at this point. Like that's you kind of have to chalk that up to a, just a second year coach losing. You can't think of it. Think of it like a choke job. You can't think of it, but he's not a good coach. Let's Staley, just be no, clear. I don't think so. No, he is not a good coach. I don't know where he is in the list of like the 32 coaches, but he's at the bottom. Towards the bottom, bottom third. Yeah, he's, he's was he a defensive guy? I thought I was reading somewhere he was a defensive guy. I thought he was offensive, regardless of what he is. He's probably more of a coordinator. Yeah. Uh, think- you gotta be able, you gotta know how to manage the clock when you have. And they just were not managing the clock properly at all. Yeah, he was a defensive guy with Denver, maybe. Was he a Denver guy? Yeah, I don't know if he was just like a coach with Denver or he's a coordinator with Denver, but I think he was with Denver at some point. And I don't know where he oh, he's a coordinator with the Rams. Oh, okay. I think I think he was a, a defense coordinator with the Rams. But I mean he's only 40, so I mean it's like you can't give up on the guy, so he's gonna be back you know you have to oh i don't know i could see him getting fired they said he's coming back but i could just you know a few weeks go by i will i just i don't think he's safe yet is all i'm saying i think they'll give him benefit of the doubt it's a tough year with injuries and stuff herbert i think is even playing injured uh, i mean he's a big reason why mike williams what got injured yeah no playing him in that game yeah that that that's probably more fireable than the joke job honestly yeah. Not knowing how to handle your team, getting your team ready for for the playoffs, but uh, that's something they could probably talk about. You're right. I mean, I I wouldn't think he was safe personally, but I I just have a feeling like it's just hard to fire a guy second year. He's had he's got a winning record. Just you know, took him to the playoffs, and if you believe in him, you believe in him. Now maybe there's maybe they've lost faith. We'll see. We'll see. Players players vouch for for a little bit. Uh, Bosa. Couple of guys vouched mm. for him, so may, I, maybe they'll bring him back. I just, I mean, you don't come back from that loss. We saw Dan Quinn in Atlanta, and he he was able to survive like another two years, maybe. Mm-hmm. Like you just don't, you don't survive that. Mm. I'd be on the call with Sean Payton, be on the phone with him, see what it's what it's going to take. Apparently, you have to compensate the Saints though if you go get Payton. Really? They look, they're look, yeah, they're looking for like first round pick for him. I don't know how that's gonna work, but fuck that. Why is it? Why they? Why they need to? Why did the Saints get compensated for? Is out of the. He loop. must still be under. He must still be under contract, some one way or another. I'm not giving the Saints a first round pick for a coach. Probably not. I mean, it's a lot to ask. It's a big ask, a first round pick. Yeah, that's incredible. 
Can you um, remember a, a quarterback having th- that that you know drastic of two halves in Lawrence? I can't I can't remember because he was if that was a regular season game, he's pulled. Yeah. Four picks, four picks in this first half, you're pulled. Yeah, I mean uh, I mean, like Eli's had games like that and come back and been incredible later, but not same game, not same game type stuff. Like that is that's a, that's a crazy turnaround. I can't like, think of one even close because if you throw that many interceptions that early yeah. on, you don't survive the game usually. Yeah, yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure. I mean, I googled who their backup was after the third uh-huh. one. C.J. Beathard. I was like, are they going to go to C.J. Beathard? Like, how bad does it have to get? At some point, like, if he throws a fifth one, do you put? Like, I was (laughs) doing the math. Like, at what point do you? Because you don't see a you don't see a starter get pulled too often in a playoff game. But I mean, he was so bad in that first half, and he looked rattled and just he looked like a ball of nerves. Mm -hmm. For him to come back, I don't know. I don't know. It depends which way you want to look at it. Glass half full, glass half empty. The glass half full approach is, I mean, he had onions in the second half and brought you back. Glass half empty would be like, I mean, it was it was Jacksonville. Like, what are you going to do in Arrowhead or <laughs> Buffalo if you have to go to Buffalo? I got I got to take the glass half full. I got to say he just he he was, he's just, here's a second year guy, you know, first time in the playoffs, he. Was shook early, made some bad decisions early, picked a bunch of times, and and did not and just did not let it phase him. And you had to you had to kind of assume that this is that's like a turning point. Like he's the nerves are gone, so like everybody's gonna have turnovers. Like this, it's not going away, obviously. But the nerves are gone. He got that shit out of his system. He turned the corner, and you got to assume he's gonna be. Well, maybe not fine against Kansas City, but he's not he's not gonna go in there with uh with those picks on his mind. He's gonna go in there with the comeback on his mind and say, shit, I could do anything. Yeah, no, I'll have confidence going in there, obviously coming off yeah. that win. Yeah, but I think I I don't think you have to worry about him as far as being shook again. Would you take hit would you take him or Fields going forward? <laughs> Man, yeah, I Right now, there's recency bias. I'd take a, a kid with a playoff victory under his belt. Um, and I have been off Lawrence. I just historically on the show, I've been off Lawrence, and he's kind of proved me wrong ever since I started that whole conversation. Yeah, he's so won six. Yeah, great job by, by me, um, inspiring him to turn his career around like that. But I don't know, man. I don't know. I just it's tough to it's tough to judge Fields. Fields is dynamic. You know he's got you know he's gonna be a lot of fun to watch over the years, but I don't know exactly I don't know if he's a winning quarterback yet. I've seen him lose a lot. I mean I'm not as high on Fields as a lot of people. I would take Lawrence. I think it's a no brainer. I don't know if it's a no brainer, but it's fair. I mean it's a fair assessment. Yeah, I just don't know. I don't know if Fields can beat you with his arm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think we know enough about Justin Fields. I think if you're a Chicago fan, you're excited about the future. You got you're gonna have a few good seasons out of him. You get top pick this year. You gotta, you know, you have just gotta make that roster. 
around him, um, fill in that roster around him for success, and you you know get some get some good years, and maybe the Bears make a little run to the playoffs in a year or two. But what do you think you can get for Justin Fields if you traded him? Couple first rounders, a first you're get, rounder. You're getting at least the first rounder. You're getting first round, second round. You're getting talent. Like you get a lot for a quarterback like that. Because mm, I've seen it floated around as a hypothetical on Twitter. On the I don't internet. Know, yeah, I think you'd get a first a, a first round this year. Maybe a, you know, maybe further down the line, and maybe another first round in the next year. I don't know. Probably because that feels like, and I'm not sure I would do that because we've seen Fields play. We haven't seen like Bryce Young play in the NFL yet. Yeah. But it feels like the Bears are so many players away from being good yeah. that it would, it would make sense just to stock up on draft picks. And look at it this way you've already had Fields for two years, so you're that much closer to having to pay him. It's true. That's I'm a not sure move. I would do that. I'm not sure I would do that, but that's a ballsy play, right? Because you, you you have the you have the guy you think is the quarterback. You you go out and pick up a, pick up a rookie. You, you might end up with Zach Wilson. Yes, and then it's back to square one. Yeah, or Mitchell. No, they, they should. I would trade that first pick though. I would hold it ransom for multiple first round picks. Yeah, someone yeah. who's desperate to move up. Not too. You don't want to move too far back, but like. It'd be it'd be funny if the Texans like traded up because they had the first pick because they have two first round picks they had number two and they have like 11, 13, something like that mm-hmm. it'd be funny to see the Texans trade up but you want to like trade back to like like Arizona has a third pick I think Seattle I don't know if Seattle would trade for it, but the Colts maybe at number four mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. if I'm the Bears I'm trading that pick to the highest bidder and I'm getting multiple picks. Yeah, if you're not picking the – I don't know much about the talent in the draft, but if you're not picking a the quarterback there, might as well Hold your answer there and, to someone yeah. who's desperate for a quarterback. Yeah, and filling your roster, yeah. Yeah, I'm all for it. I'm all for that, for sure. Got to do that, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's Bears football. Yeah, that's Bears football on wild card, Super Wild Card weekend. <laughs> I was just thinking about the hypothetical with Fields. I don't know. It's just uh, just something to ponder. No, it's a good, good question. Good question after. You probably got to stick with the guy who's actually done it in the league, though, before you. It's tough. Yeah, it's tough to give up on a quarterback for a, a quarterback you know nothing about. Yeah. I know I know it wouldn't be giving up on him as much as it, as it would be trading him to fill in, but you, you can't do that. No. It just, <laughs> just feels like year three next year, Field's going to be there and they're still going to stink. It's yeah, I yeah I I think they'll I mean they got to who knows what the off season will bring but I think they'll be more competitive next year they won't be tanking next year you have to be yeah you so, have to be more competitive for yeah. sure so they'll they'll they they sh- they got to put a better roster around them that for next year give them some weapons yeah. and let them let them cook as they say um speaking of <laughs> quarterbacks. Brock Purdy, was he is Brock the most impressive quarterback of the weekend? I guess you can make, you can make a case for Daniel Jones because he set a record, uh, three hundred passing yards, seventy five rush yards. Third guy to do it in the playoffs, first guy to do it in a win. But uh, Brock Purdy went out and 
a little shaky early on, but then turned up to the Jets. I, I'm not, I'm not going to give it to Purdy just because, it, you know, it was McCaffrey with a big run. It was Debo with a ridiculous play. So I won't get per- – I mean, Purdy going out there, man, and that team is impressive, but I'm not going to give him the, the nod on most impressive quarterback. I think I got to give it to Jones. Yeah, Purdy uh, – Purdy was a little – yeah, he was a little shaky at the beginning. There were some throws he made there where easily could have been picked off, I thought. Yeah. Um, he does well, play with a lot of confidence, though. I mean, yeah. who wouldn't with that offense? But he does, he does play with a lot of confidence and does sling the, it all over the field. The throws are actually too bad, I think, to be picked off. Yeah, there was a couple where it was like a slant. Uh-oh, is that a touchdown? It is a touchdown. Tampa Bay is on the board. Julio, Brady to Julio. They're going for two. They don't trust They're their going kicker for two. either. It's a three-possession game if they – Get the two-point conversion this here. Is, this is the last play of the third quarter. Zeros across the board. Let's see. Was it a catch? Julio's got it. He's got it. Elbow under the ball. That is a catch. That's a catch. Yep. Do you start to get nervous if they get the two-point conversion here? Yeah. If you're a Cowboy fan, player, Absolutely. owner, GM. Player, <laughs> player No. Well, yeah, so players probably shouldn't get nervous. Right. You're 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 confident still here. 24 to 8. They get it. Fans are shitting bricks right now if they punch it in here. Yeah, especially like last play of the third quarter. Yeah. Evans. No. Oh, terrible throw. Okay. So 24-6. Still a three possession game. Yep. But the Bucks have uh they have life. They have a little, a little life. Yep. The paddles Sean, are out, brought back to life a little bit, but uh, it might not be for long. These old dogs die hard, you know? <laughs> uh, so uh, Brock Purdy, yeah. No, I, Purdy's, uh, his confidence is is what, like, stuns me the most. Like, he's, he just, like, some of the throws he makes, even the ones that aren't good, like tight window throws, it's like he's been around forever. Yeah. He's un- unfazed. Yep. Yeah, it's, and it's... I really wanted to see, like, Seattle was the wrong defense to play. I really wanted to see when he faced a little adversity. Mm-hmm. And he got it a little bit in that first half, but, I mean, you know, down a point at the half wasn't really... Yeah. Well, it wasn't really enough to make him sweat, especially against no. that defense. Seattle's defense is terrible. Yeah. And I mean, if, just, you, if I if you had told me that Seattle was going to score twenty three points in that game, mm-hmm. especially like with the number getting ten, I'd be like, yeah, that's signed for that every time. Mm-hmm. But I think I, the way the game played out wasn't as shocking to me as the total points. Like I would have took the under in that game. Yeah, I thought there was a chance it'd be like that, but there's so many weapons on the team. It's you know, it's not like you said before. It's not just Purdy. There's so many weapons that they can they, they take the eyes of the quarterback. You got to watch everybody else, and it's, da- it's that's dangerous because if the quarterback's any good, he could take you know full advantage of that, and the whole team did. Yeah, uh, and the strips the strip sack in the second half changed. That was the turning point in the game. Yeah, yeah. San Fran got the ball to start the second half. Went right down. I shouldn't say went right down the field. It was like an eight and a half minute drive. Took the lead. Seattle got it back. And once Seattle turned it over there in the, I think it was like in the red zone, like 
you had to hold serve with San Francisco, and eventually, like the Seahawks were going to blink, which is yeah. what happened. Mm-hmm. And Nick Bosa, by the way, very like clean cut. I think Nick Bosa is better than Joey, right? I don't know. I think- I, the Bosa's, I guess, get confused. They're, they're worse. They're not. They're as bad as the Watts. Only we know JJ because he's so front and center. I think I like Nick Bosa. Joey looks like like one of the surfer robbers from Point Break. <laughs> he look Joey just looks like a scumbag. <laughs> Nick is very like all American, like straight out of like Wisconsin, nineteen fifty five or something. All American. <laughs> I mean, one of them make racist comments. I mean, I assume both of them had it one point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I lost track of the, I lost track of racist comments by the Boses. I'm sure. Yeah, my money's okay. on Joey though. If it was only one of them, I think it was Joey. I think it was Joey. And it's so of, funny that like, uh-oh, oh, nice, it, nice return from Dallas there. And the funny part is, is like they're both from Ohio, both like very conservative. Mm -hmm. And one goes to LA and the other goes to San Francisco. They're probably like, oh, (laughs) those family parties they go home, like probably busting their chops. Oh, yeah. I hate it out there. You gay now? You gay? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. I go to any protests? Go to Berkeley last week? Yeah. Got a few uncles throwing that at him. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right. So Sunday, uh Sunday's game giant. Oh no, we need to talk about it at all about Miami and Buffalo. First game on Sunday. Yeah, Miami just, just ended a few minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, postponed start postpone the start of the Giants game, postpone the start of the podcast. Um Miami gives gives a big scare to Buffalo. I don't know how worried they should be in Buffalo, but I think you're worried. Well, and on the other hand, Cincinnati got a little bit of a scare too. So it's like, yeah, Cincinnati. We'll get to them. They're down three offensive linemen. It's fucking ridiculous. That's what they do. But this Cincinnati works better without an offensive line. So I, yeah, I guess so. We got to a Super Bowl last year without a line. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, the Dolphins game. I mean, it had all the makings of a blowout. 14 nothing, almost instantly. And then Bill scored another touchdown that got called back that ended up being a field goal. And I kind of assumed that I would just be drinking in the other room for most of the second half. And, yeah, I don't know what happened. I, should the Bills be worried? Maybe a little bit. But also, are they a candidate for, like, an underreaction team? Teams that we kind of like write off as they have problems and they come out and just drop like 50 next week. Yeah. Yeah, that's very true. You might underestimate them because of a tough, tough week against an opponent that knows them. Um, I don't know. I'd worry a little bit about they're a little careless with the ball. Uh, They have a little chiefs in them. Like the chiefs like to fuck around and just like, you know, just make it up as they go. And we've seen that burn the Chiefs, like last year against the Bengals, going into the mm-hmm. half when they blew that. Mm-hmm. The Bills mm-hmm. have a little bit of that, too. Like, Allen just – there's not a throw he, he can't make. Yeah, um, a little bit of a gunslinger, yeah. I don't – I'm actually oh, going to say uh, the Bills – I wouldn't hit the panic button yet. 
the defense could be an issue. Like, obviously, the secondary, Hamlin's out, Jordan Poyer's yeah. out, Von Miller they probably miss because the pass rush isn't, you know, isn't great right now. Mm-hmm. I actually think Miami's front four, I don't know. I can't really speak to the Bengals' front four. I think they have one guy up front that's pretty good. But, like, Miami's front four is what uh, changed the game. And, like, they uh, – Is that Tony Pollard? Yeah, there's the Cowboys just eating up chunks of yards right now. Yeah. Um, folks are gonna say Dolphins D line front seven was good. Uh, oh, so I I would I wouldn't necessarily put a lot of the blame on the Bills with a few of those uh, mistakes. I think the Dolphins front four and front seven just played great and kind of like made things happen. Sure. So unless so unless the Bengals are going to get that kind of pass rush mm-hmm. on Buffalo, I wouldn't be that. I wouldn't be that worried if I was the Bills. All right. Yeah. No. I think you're. I think they're. I mean, they're, they're still the Bills. I think we've kind of known all along that Josh Allen can show you like glimpses of just absolute greatness, and there's times where you're coming away. Wondering where that greatness was, you look can be a little bit scary. But that's hey, that the guy does everything for that team. He's all over the field, chucks all over the field. You know, eventually he it's it's hard to be perfect all the time when when you need him to be the guy one hundred percent of the time. But there's like, yeah. there's like there's like no real run game on that team, so he's balls ball ball goes through him no matter what. So and some days I, I think ESPN their segment on him tonight was. Uh, Superman and Clark Kent. Although Clark Kent still had the powers, though, so I don't understand. That's not really a good job by ESPN. Clark Kent still had the powers. Did you remember Superman 2? When Clark Kent like goes to the bar and the guy was picking on him in the beginning of the at the bar and he goes back to the bar and throws him across. So like he can still Clark Kent can still do the shit Superman does. It's not like he loses his powers. So not which a great is, job, ESPN. What's the what's the Superman with the guys dressed in black? That's Superman too. Okay, that's too. Yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one I remember, kind of. That's the best one uh, of the bunch, of the original lot. The first one's, like, too long in the beginning. It's a little too much Margot Kidder. <laughs> a little bit of a love interest and not enough Superman. Two is great because he comes in and you get those three guys. And then there's one with, like, Richard Pryor. I think oh, yeah. I think there's four of them. The only redeeming quality of the other two is that you, still get, you get Gene Hackman. As Lex, as, as Lex. I think he's in all four of them, so you can't beat that. Cowboys are opting to not kick a thirty-five yard field goal, which ironically <laughs> would be an extra point, and they're deciding to go for it. And that's Back, why. Oh, CD Lamb wide open, yep. and that's it. Yeah, that's that's how you do it. That's how you that's how you put the nail in a coffin. All right, what's the spread? Let's guess the spread I, I hate, for San I hate, Francisco. I hate seeing the Jerry Jones box flipping out. Fuck you guys, man. <laughs> wow, Bucks defense really. Uh, I mean, the Bucks defense didn't really have much of a, a long uh, leash, I would say. Yeah, considering how the Bucks offense played, but the defense kind of no showed. That first like possession, I think the Cowboys went three and out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> 31. Mar, his job might be safe. McCarthy loves it. I'll say um, San Fran 
by three and a half. Ooh, that's I think that's a little low. I don't know, man. You, Dallas comes out and I'm gonna say this. six. Mm, all right. You're they're the overreaction team. I think you're overreacting <laughs> to no, I'm I'm guessing what Vegas is going to do. I'm guessing Vegas will overreact. <laughs> hey, Dallas is a public team, man. You gotta give them an extra point or two for that. People are gonna be all over this team. The people will absolutely overreact to Dallas. Mm, I don't know though. I think they love San Fran right now too, though. That's fair. They, but people had this game as like the game of the night because they thought these were a, this is a great matchup, and I, which which I didn't understand. So it's I, a good it's storyline. It's it's Brady yeah, versus the Cowboys. Fair enough. That's fair. But I don't think I was not on board with outside the storyline. I was not on board with this being the game of the weekend, being the highlight game of the weekend. Not at all. So I'm going to assume that people are still high on the Cowboys. Well, they're probably going to be after this. Yeah. I think I think there's going to be some people there. I mean, everyone's going to – I told you, it's a standalone game. So now on yep. Tuesday, yep. all the other five games have been talked about ad nauseum. Yep. It's going to be all Cowboys tomorrow. They're going to own Ugh. They're going to own the back pages. They're going to own all the podcasts and talk shows. And uh. Skip versus Shannon. Do they, do they still do that show? Is that show canceled? I mean – I don't know. They're grasping at straws over there looking for ratings coming up with fucking <laughs> different. Uh, I got no skip yet. Skip, calm. Use a racial sort today, would you? Don't people yeah. need, need people to watch. Your career doesn't matter. You're done anyway. Yeah, he's third. He's a lot closer to the end, I would say. Skip Bayless. Oh, who knows? He's a Cowboys yeah. guy, right? Is he a Cowboys guy or does he make fun of the Cowboys? I don't know. I forget what his, no. what his shtick is. Stephen A. Smith makes fun of the Cowboys. Oh, okay. Right, right, right. Stephen A. Smith? Stephen. Stephen. Sweaty balls. Uh, all right. After, okay. So after that Buffalo game. Um, so, oh, I want to take your perspective on this. Where are mm-hmm. you on? Where are you on Miami? After this, they they announced that Tua will be back. He will be the starter next year. How, are you? And obviously, you're pleasantly surprised by what they did yesterday. Uh, on um, yeah, yesterday. Um, where are you just as a fan? And do you, are you looking forward to next year? Or it's obviously it comes down to Tua's health. But are, yeah, they you, say now you, they're sticking with Tua, but who knows? I mean, right. Of course, they're going to say that now, right? But are are you in a good place? And are you excited about the future of this team? No, because there's no quarter. There's no hope. Like I don't have any options at the quarterback position. So if you don't have a quarterback, you can't win. Skylar Thompson could be your Brock Purdy, though. Yeah, Brock Purdy. Uh, Brock Brock Purdy makes throws that Skylar Thompson couldn't dream of. <laughs> Purdy, uh, Purdy, 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 good. Um. No, I didn't take any moral victories out of yesterday, but I think losing with Skylar Thompson made it a little easier to swallow. Where are you on the coach? Uh, I think he's a good offensive. Uh, he's like a good offensive mind, but I don't know if he's a head coach. I mean, we had no – the reason – so the fourth and one debacle at the end of the game when we got the delay game at midfield – 
The reason we got a delay, first of all, you can't get a delay game there. Secondly, the reason we couldn't call a timeout there is because we had no timeouts, which I guess you could blame that a little bit on a third stringer plan, but like that shit has to be tightened up by by January. I mean, I yeah. know I know it's a third stringer, but it just seemed uh, I don't know. He's a I don't know if he's a head coach. He's a good offensive mind. I'll give him that. Like he's gotten the most out of Tua, but. I'm right. my head coach. All right, so you're not in a good place. <laughs> no, no, never. I'm never in a good place. All right. Never. I like Jalen Phillips is a beast. I'll say that on our D-line. Love Jalen Phillips. Um, but you need the quarterback to win. Like, I, like, I'm at the point now where it's like, all right, you trade for Tyreek. Waddle is still young, and you don't have to pay him that much. Like, I wouldn't mind if they just – and they don't even have the draft capital to do this because they fucking – don't have a lot of picks, but like bring in like Rogers for a two year window. Mm. Just go for it all now. Like, how long are you going to keep Tyreek healthy if he has to play with Skylar Thompson? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Know? No, you got go go the Brady route. Just get a guy. I don't want. That's what I do not want Brady. No, no. I, I mean, like a couple years ago with the Bucks, just get a guy that can can get you the championship now, like Tom did in his first year in Tampa. Yeah, and there's Something. just not a lot of guys. Like that, like Rodgers is one of the examples, but I mean, it's not I don't even know if we have Garoppolo. Yeah, I don't think Garoppolo puts you over the top, though. No, no. I'd rather just play with Tua than Garoppolo. Yeah, Car. We're yeah, I don't know. Like, we talked about Car last. I don't know about Car. Like, what's his I ceiling? Want, I don't want Car. Yeah, we might we might have, we might have seen his ceiling. Right, it's like six years ago. Yeah, it's been. Far, further and further away from the ceiling yeah. since. All right, we got to take a quick break. We'll be right back with uh, the rest of the weekend. All right. We're back, fourth and goal for Tampa. That's, I mean, it was over already, but that's the official end right there as Brady gets, wasn't a sack, incomplete pass as he gets tackled. 31 to six, going back the other way. Dallas. <laughs> Wrapping this one up, Bucks. They they told us all year who they were, and uh, I guess we shouldn't be surprised. They no. at the end of the day, at the end of the day, they went eight and ten. Yep. They won eight games. They lost ten. Yeah, not a good team. Not a good team. We just we you know we were all kind of blind, blinded by uh, the quarterback and his record, and all, all I heard about all day today was how. He has as many playoff wins as the Cowboys franchise, as the Cowboys franchise, one less touchdown than the Cowboys fra- playoff touchdown than the Cowboys franchise. That's all I heard all day today. Not to defend the Cowboys, but I have to. Like he's he's probably got that over like a lot of franchises. Like no, the Cowboys I, yeah. have a lot of playoff wins. <laughs> Again, ESP, ESPN. Just if you think it. about it, like a sick stat about Brady is he's got more Super Bowls than any franchise. Yeah. Because he's got yeah. the six with New England. It's yeah, it's sick. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. No, he um I watched ESPN more today than I have recently. I think I was just like getting closer to game time. I was like, let me put the pre pregame on for a little bit. I can only do so much. You know, breaking bad marathon. There's commercials and shit. I see seen commercials ten times in a row. Yeah, let's go over to ESPN. Yeah. Um Ozzy Mandius is I think on right now. So if you're watching, if you're listening. Tomorrow, I'm sure a few people it. have switched over. Yeah. 
for sure um, for the finales. And, and, and this was the exact game that the Cowboys needed to have. If, if this was like a a ten point game, because in that in the first half, like the Cowboys outplayed them by a mile. Mm-hmm. But there was a time there where it was like, is it going to be like twelve nothing at the half, and they're going to let them? Because if this was a ten point game right now, yeah, it would feel like a Bucks comeback was inevitable. Yep. Yeah, they, they needed to, they needed to just shit on them. Which yeah, well, I, well that that CD that last drive to put up that final seven points was that's that's shitting on them right there. That, I mean that that's what the game had a bit. That was like it was ten yard play, ten yard play, ten yard play. It was pop like Pollard. Then it was a yeah. pass for ten yards, and then it was CD Lamb in the end zone. Why anything open. anything close in this game? The Bucks were winning. That was an fu. And they need I need more Tony Pollard against San Fran. I need more Tony Pollard. Yeah, he's a great weapon to have, man. He's a great weapon. I think he's their best weapon. All due yeah. respect to Lamb, I think Pollard is their best all-around player. Like Zeke is older now, but they, you know, they they just they were they want to use Zeke so bad because he's getting paid. I think they use him the right way, though. I don't think they force it. I think they use him the right way. But I don't think they're. I don't think he's in there for plays where Pollard should be in there. I think he's in there at the right time for the most part. Short yardage, yeah. Early, early down. Just Who's got down. more touches? Who who has more touches tonight? You think it's like basically 50-50? Uh, it's, uh might be a bad no. game. To... Yeah, I'd say Pollard probably has a couple more, but he also has catches too. So, which Zeke doesn't do. So I'd say Pollard has seen the ball more. But I'm not sure. I I miss a little bit. I I miss a little bit um, between the second and third quarters. Yeah, Pollard 15 carries, Zeke 13. It looks like. Okay. But I mean, Pollard's averaging 5.1 a carry, and Zeke's averaging 2.1. That's what you want from Zeke, you know. I don't, who knows what they need? I'm sure a couple of those were like first and ten, three. Only got a couple yards, but I'm sure a couple of those probably third and shorts too, right? Yeah, well, Zeke's playing right now. He should be in there. It's garbage time. Pollard's <laughs> the guy, man. And they're going to probably have to yeah. let him walk because, like, paying two running backs is crazy. Yeah. But it's a good – yeah, I mean, it's a good timeshare to have. And, unfortunately, he's going to probably go to – who the hell knows where he's going to go. Uh, the Dak's go, looking to pour it on here. Really trying oh. to embarrass the Bucks here, trying to hit yeah. T.Y. Hilton for a 50-yard bomb. <laughs> like wow. it's 2011. Unbelievable. Wow. That was, yeah. Still no spread up. All right. So, Giants went to Minnesota yesterday and took care of business. That Giants might be the overreacting, the overreaction team of the, Could of, be. the of the weekend. They um Played a played a near perfect game. Defense did what they had to do, especially late. They took Jefferson out of the game for the most part. Daniel Jones was incredible. Saquon was a weapon that they envisioned to be. Hundred yards of offense, passing and catching. Um, Joe, I mean Jones did Jones did exactly what Dayball has been grooming him to do from the start. A lot of Maybe we should call him Danny Dimes because, like, he nickel and dimes his way through games. It's all mm-hmm. a lot of screen passes. Everything is across the middle, underneath. Like you know, he's not throwing deep uh, unless the guy's like wide open, basically. So, 
I, you know, and and it works for him. He he hits the right guy in the right in the right place, and they get their chunks of yards that way, which is fine. And he and he keeps the ball out of the other te- out of the defensive hands, out of the defense's hands. And that was a perfect example of yesterday. He was great yesterday, running the ball, throwing the ball, no turnovers, just great yesterday. Um, not sure you're gonna get that against Philly. Philly's a horse of a different animal, horse of a different color, animal different. I don't know. I messed up that saying. Yeah. We shouldn't deal with cliches. So you know, you sound like an idiot. Even if you get them right, you sound you like can an idiot. can lead a horse to water. Can't make them drink. I don't think that was it either. Uh, <laughs> uh, they're a horse of a different color. I, I just, you know, I'm a little <laughs> shook from Philly. Uh, oh, fumble on the snap. Man, they are just it's a comedy of errors in Tampa right now. Uh, just Philly took care of the Giants. Their last meeting handily, they just made. They looked like a different team. Like it is like a different, uh, like playing a different sport. Now Philly's banged up, and of course January it's the playoffs. Anything could happen, so you don't you don't, can't rule that out. But I uh, just a little, little concerned going in because I think Philly just might have the Giants number. They all they Philly has had Giants number for years historically. Yeah, yeah. yeah so. Hurts his shoulder is a question. Uh, Lane Johnson, offensive tackle, is is he the left tackle? I think he's the left tackle. He's a question. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Still a little early. I don't know where I'm going in that game. That's a that's a tough one. I can make a case for both teams right now. I can make a case against both teams right now too. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I I I can't. Now I'm not sitting there watching uh, the all 22 view game film. I can't understand Justin Jefferson's game yesterday. I mean, I, all right, I'll give the Giants credit, but like all year that guy has just gotten his. Mm-hmm. I was talking with our uh, unpaid former intern before the game, and we were like talking about Jefferson, and I was just like, yeah, I mean, Jefferson's going to, you know, on a bad day, Jefferson's going to go seven for 80, I think I said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Went seven for 47. Like, yeah. Like, I just assume Jefferson's going to do what he does. But, yeah, I don't know. I can't really – maybe you want to blame Cousins for that. I have no idea. You want to blame uh, the emergence of TJ Hawkinson? <laughs> I don't know. But it just felt like you got to go to your studs in the playoffs. Man. It, felt like go it, to your guys. it felt like he was going to Hawkinson like out of necessity, though. It, was, it wasn't like he was – it's what the Giants gave him, I feel like. But I, I don't know. You're right. I'm not watching the, the tape either. But – you would think if Jefferson was open, he'd, he'd be he'd be going to him. I don't know. It was just Jefferson, felt like all oh, year, yeah. Was there any was there any frustration? I just I'll be just. I mean, half the audience knows by my situation <laughs> yesterday. I made a I made a dynamic case for uh, doing away with sober January. So you're welcome to all degenerates out there. I'm I'm anti sober January. So was there any like Jefferson tirade yesterday? Was he? Did he like? Uh, Show any kind of frustration? Not that field? I saw. No, not okay. that I saw. I was pretty lit up for the second half too, but not that I saw. Okay. <laughs> right. I expected, yeah, I expected a little helmet throw, like a little Joey Bosa tantrum, but uh, a well justified tantrum. But uh, no, because Cousins played played well. It wasn't like he was he was targeting Jefferson and. And couldn't get him the Overthrowing ball. Overthrowing him or something, yeah. No, not really. I mean, no. there was a couple times where he tried to get it to him that it was incomplete, but it was just uh, – it felt like a Vikings game from all season. They just didn't 
score when they had a at the end. Like that was it. Right. It, it yeah. just felt like one of those games where they were it was going to go to overtime and it was going to go either way. But they didn't get the breaks. Yeah. 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 Cousins was fine, but he was like, you know, he's just like, I, he's he's measured on a different bar than like mm-hmm. the Burrows and Mahomeses. Mm-hmm. Like if that was Mahomes, yeah, or Allen, it's like, yeah, you got to score there at the end. If it's Kirk Cousins, it's like, all right, it's 50-50 whether he's going to score there at best. So it's, yeah. it's a different bar. Yep. I, you know, I will say this. I think the Giants are just playing. The bad rough in the pass are caught in that last drive, too. It was pretty bad. Yeah, that was like a Brady-esque gift. That yeah, was not, t- yeah. Touched him by the head. Yeah. Oh yeah, and it was all kind of. Like, I think it was just because he kind of slammed him down, but I mean, what I don't—he did his best to not. He did his best to kind of pull back. I mean, that was just kind of how he was going in there, like on a kind of turning. I don't know how to describe it, like turning in that way, so he would have to bring the quarterback with him because he's grabbing him to tackle him. <laughs> it just kind of comes with that kind of play, but yeah, not a great call. Terry Slate had a bad drop on third down. That could have maybe iced the game too. That wasn't great. Oh yeah, wide open yeah. in the middle. Yeah, you got to have that. But he's made. Does it catches. worry you that like people are saying the Giants played the perfect game, and it was to beat like the Vikings? Um, only no, no, not not really, because I think they have to play that way. They they have to. I think they have to play a perfect game against Philly. I don't think they can afford to make mistakes. You I can't mean, like you, survive two picks from the quarterback. I mean, it's possible defense could stand up strong. I do have faith in the defense. I think, I think the Giants front front line will will put up a fight against Philly, and give Hurts some trouble. Um, Damn, Jones carried the ball seventeen times yesterday. That yeah, I did yeah. not. Yeah, let a, te- let a team in rushing. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Statue yeah, of Liberty too. Sweet Statue of Liberty play. That was money. Yeah. That was money. As far as the trick plays go yesterday, the Giants won out on that. I like a good Statue of Liberty. Boise State, shout out. That was the most famous one I could think of. Yeah, it was a good one. <laughs> Until the guy proposed to his girlfriend on the sideline. That was a little lame. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, meant the, I meant the Giants one was a good one, not the Boise State one. Oh, all right. <laughs> um, I don't know what happened here. We got a some, another player on the field injured. That looks like a head injury. He was shook. Oh, it was his head? Mm-hmm. That's not good. I saw him Got moving. wrapped up. I saw him moving, though, so that's good. Who um, was this Isaiah Hodgins? What, where was he drafted? You know, I don't even know where he came from. And all these all these receivers kind of came out of nowhere, except for Slayton. Like, they just they appeared on the roster this year out of necessity. Oregon Galladay, State. Galladay being Galladay and, like, being his own, like, enigma-type thing. Sixth round. Uh, Sterling so Shepard going what, down. Gaudet, uh, what do you call it? He was like throwing some blocks yesterday. He had a big block there for on a Saquon run or something. Oh, was he in the field for it? Good. I didn't notice that. He was on the field for something. He blocking. And then I looked at his stat line and he didn't have one. Zero catches, zero oh. targets. Yeah, no. They, he's like persona non grata <laughs> on that offense. Like, he what? Did, it doesn't make any sense. Like, what? He's just a diva. He wasn't. He kind of. I think he's lost favor with the coaching staff early on. He's kind of a me guy, and the coach, the team didn't want that. And you know what? He's kind of shown. He's kind of shown 
the strides the past couple of weeks. He, you know, he was out there in week 18 and uh, catching passes from Davis. What's his name? Davis Webb. Uh, yeah, thank you. I was going to say Davis Mills. Um, Davis Webb. And uh, Webb, yeah, right? We got the right name there? Anyway, he uh, is catching passes uh, from the third string quarterback. And uh, if he's out there blocking, that's uh, – yeah, he he second and ten played a Barkley little like screen pass. He, he was out there for a uh, block. There you go. He's being a team guy. He's he earning that contract. That's it. Yeah. So they're they're finding use for him, but I don't. They 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 kind of just he lost favor with that team. They lost the trust of the team. That's really it. Yeah. Cool. Um, the Kenny the Kenny Galladay game. Yeah. Well, he's earning his he's earning his way back in. So. The Giants uh, just might. The Giants just might be. They're, they're one of those teams where I know we talked about last week where they they didn't really beat a good opponent down the stretch, but I think they kind of came into their own at the same time, kind of finding that identity. They they just they have one with Dayball, and they just seem like a dangerous team. I don't. It might be you don't want to buy into that too much. As a fan, you want to believe, but you also have to, you know, you have to be a little realistic because maybe they kind of showed us who they are this year too. You have to, you know, they they might not be able to hang with a high powered offense for uh, you know for four quarters if it's a, a shootout type thing. Thirty one points for that team's a yeah, lot. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to get in a shootout with Philly so, or San Francisco or Dallas. No, so you know, we just have to. You know, hope hope they play their game. Hope that I think the de- I think the defense has come together. I think that's what the league the league is though. The defense kind of all defenses get better as the season goes on, or the good defenses get better as the season goes yeah. on. So I think that's what you're seeing. This defense kind of coming to their own at the right time. I think that's this is, you know, I I'd be a little scared of that defense if I'm if I'm Philly. Defense to me is going to have to play big if they beat Philly. I don't, I don't see them winning that game if it's in the thirties. No, you got to make you got to make stops. You got to have a couple sacks. Maybe, maybe force a turnover too. Need a turnover. Need yeah. a turnover. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm ex- I'm excited because obviously as a Giants fan, it's like when the Giants have a good defense, and. You see, you're you're seeing some signs. They're not like all time great, obviously, but you're seeing some signs of a good of a good one. Thibodeau is obviously a very exciting player, um, but well, we we have hope in in New York Giants land. And they gave you the primetime slot Saturday yeah. at eight o'clock. Yep, we'll be we'll be leaving DPW weekend late. It's a big. It's big time. That's a big yeah. time. That's prime real estate. Yes, it is. Eight o'clock Saturday night. Yep. Let's go. Ready to go. We'll appetizer Chiefs, Jaguars, and then get the, you guys are the main event. Let's go. Can't wait. Cannot <laughs> wait. Um. And last night's game, Baltimore Cincinnati. Uh, Baltimore gave a nice scare to uh, Sunday poor favorite, the Bengals. And it took a 90, what was the final number? Is 99 yards or 100 yards? 98, I think. 98-yard fumble, takeaway, recovery, uh, touchdown to put the game away. Um, yeah, that's not a great game from the Bengals. Didn't cover. 
Don't, we don't like that. Um, no, no. They, yeah, <laughs> they basically lost the game. <laughs> yeah, chalk it up as an L. So we'll see Baltimore next week. Um, no, but, you know, that's just, just – I just – I don't know. They're, there's that team that finds ways to win. And I think – like Minnesota found ways to win, but this is a team that finds a way to win with guys who you have, like, faith in. We have faith in Joe Burrow. Yeah, and and his and all his wide receiver core and stuff, and that we've seen him do it in under duress before. We've seen him do it, getting sacked a billion times. We've seen him do it without an offensive line. We've seen him go all the way to the Super Bowl without an offensive line. So we uh, we have faith in the talent of this team. Um, gave us a little scare last night, but they're moving on. Yeah, uh, Ravens. I, I conked out at halftime. 10-9 Ravens. The halftime kills me on Sunday nights if I make it to halftime because it's it's, it's tough to make day. it through those 15 minutes. Long day. It's a long day. Yeah. Yeah. Well, any Sunday night I'm talking about. The halftime. Yeah. If I get if I make it to halftime, it's hard to, to get through that those 15 minutes. I hear you. Uh yeah, I mean a huge turning point there on that on that uh on that defensive touchdown. I don't know. Ravens just, it seemed like the Ravens played like kind of uh like very, like a Ravens esque game, like mm. low scoring defense. And I don't know. It's just hard to win with a backup quarterback. Like you don't have your guy. This might that's be what, the last that's time. what it comes down to. This might be the last time we see Baltimore in the playoffs for a while. Yeah. I don't know what they're going to do, man. It seems like Lamar wants out. Mm. They either have to pay him or trade him. That's what it comes down to. It looks like. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what they're gonna do. Harbaugh will probably stick around. It wouldn't shock me if Harbaugh was like, get me out of here though. Yeah, if yeah, if you're gonna start over again with another quarterback, you're losing your guy. It might just be time. Yeah, like, I don't know if you wanna yeah, I don't know if you wanna be around for a rebuild. Yeah. Yeah. It might just be time for the for the franchise to kind of take a step back and start fresh. Yeah. They are, I mean, I, over six and zero. I think with that touchdown and two point conversion, I'm pretty sure the overs went six and zero. Oh, there I'd you have go. to double check and see what it was in this game, but I think it was low forty. So, if you like to ride overs, you got a hell of a three days. Mm-hmm. Is with Tampa losing this game? Are they of all the teams that lost this weekend? I just mentioned Baltimore maybe not being in the playoffs again, but I think Tampa might be in the worst situation going forward. Uh, 45 and a half. It may not have went over. Uh, who's in the worst? Thanks, uh, thanks, a lot. thanks a lot, Brett Mahar. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Tough. Yeah. So uh, the, the, the losers being Tampa, Baltimore, uh, Miami. Who's Minnesota. in the worst shape? Probably Tampa because they're going to lose Brady and they're aging and, they're bad anyway. Yeah. Bad division, but still, I think Tampa's in bad shape. And Chargers may be the best shape of all these teams. Uh, I mean, for regular season purposes, like, I don't think any of those teams are going to be a contender next year. Uh, Bucks got it. A chance for the over. Could yeah. A two chance minutes, for the over. Two, minute, two minutes to sweat it out for the over. <laughs> Yeah, they got it. Unbelievable. Cowboys just can't. Brady was ready to call it a season. Got to go back out there now. Uh, 
hands team, Noah Brown. Who's in the best shape? Probably the Chargers, just because they have the quarterback at least, and they have a ton of weapons. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure. making the call Ke- for Sean Payton, but Keenan Allen will be back next year. Mike Williams healthy again, hopefully. Defense, you know, still. Yeah, they need, to... it feels like they need a coach, though. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, can't have everything. Um, Seattle, do you think uh, Gino, Gino will be back next year? Is that? I. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I think that I think they'll ride it out with Gino unless they can, you know, I mean, if they can land an upgrade, I don't think they're going to draft the quarterback, mm-hmm. but you know, I mean, unless if they can convince like one of the big guys to go there, Brady Rogers, whoever no, sure. car, nobody's going to play for Pete Carroll. <laughs> Probably not, but you yeah. do get DK though. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, he looked awesome yesterday. Or, uh, yeah, they'll probably run ago. it back. They'll probably run it back with Gino. Mm. I'm guessing. All right, Minnesota. It's just going to be more Minnesota, right? Cousins is still under contract. Minnesota is just going to be. Yeah, they're just going to be who they status are. Status quo. Man. Yeah, same they'll thing with. Probably... Char- yeah, it's kind of like the same thing with Chargers. Status quo. Yeah, Chargers have probably a little more upside than the Vikings. Vikings will. Uh... Vikings will come back next year. They'll run it back with Cousins and Jefferson and all those guys, and they'll probably be more like a 500 team as opposed to 13 and four. Yeah, nine and yeah, eight, eight and nine. Their number will be. I think what their over under will be. It was eight and a half this year. Give them an extra one it's next year. Probably, yeah, it's probably what it should be, but it'll probably get bumped up to like nine and a half. Yeah. 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 And I like the under probably. Yeah, I'll take the under on that. Yeah, <laughs> I'll sign up for the under now. <laughs> Don't let me take the over in August, please. Nah. Uh, man, we talk about their future. Baltimore's in trouble. Yeah. All right, everybody. Baltimore's um, probably in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. Because even the more- AFC's loaded. Yeah. Yep. That was their, their window closed before it even opened. And you got to see where these guys even go. Like, where's Lamar go? I don't like. I'm not a huge Lamar guy, but he could, you know, tip the what do you want to call it? Balance of powers in each conference if he goes to someone big. Yeah, I got to see it from Lamar. I don't like, you know, just I don't like what I've seen out of him for the past couple of years, which is a lot of nothing. Um, in- injuries. Yeah, it's not. It's not. I'm not sold on Lamar either. I got to see him do it. I know we get, you know, we, it's all about get him to the next team, but. Oh shit! He had him overthrown oh. by a hair. Just <laughs> yeah, got to got to strike quick here, man. That was it. That was it. Oh, he had a beat like a rented donkey, <laughs> and it's one of his fingertips. Mike Evans. He's a lot of drops this year, Evans. Right? Uh, I don't even know. Does he? Is he is has drops been a problem with him in his career? I don't know of his career. I thought this year he had some issues. Oh, maybe. Wasn't Tampa? Who were the teams this year? Was it was it Tampa and uh the I forget who it was. Tampa and the Giants that had like the worst point differential. Oh, Brady almost ended Cameron Brady's career. Almost. Jesus, he got crushed. Oh, uh, who's that? Is that a safety with the uh, 
with like the neck thing. Vander Esch, that's the linebacker. Oh, it's Vander. Oh, it's Vander Esch. Yeah. I mean, that's a hard look when you have that that thing coming out of your the back seat that looks like the car back seat coming out of your shirt. Yeah. I don't know what it is. And uh, Brady goes down with a sack on second and ten. Ugly. Uh, I forgot. Totally forgot the fuck I was saying before. I feel like I got hit. Like Cameron Bray just got hit. Um, my brain got scrambled. What was I fucking saying? Uh, we were talking about point differential. Oh yeah, it was ta- like Tampa's. There was a couple of teams. I think it might have been the Giants and Tampa were their point differential. Or the Vikings. Oh, maybe it was the Vikings and the Giants. The, the Vikings two. had a bad point differential. Yeah, I think it was they. They had like it was a negative point differential. I think the Giants might have as well. Yeah, I'm not a big point differential guy. I don't really. No, you got to do much for me. No, you got a game. It's a couple of games that are blots. You play a bunch of close games. It's gonna look bad. That's which is what the Vikings did. Right. They I mean, the bunch, Vikings were very good in the close game. Right. They had a, they had a bunch of close games for wins, and then they had I don't know two or three games where they got blown out. Yeah, they got blown out by the Cowboys bad. They got blown out by Philly on a Monday night. Detroit beat them. Yeah. So there, as of right now, I got three teams interested in Brady, according to uh, Ian Rappaport. Okay. Uh, the Ve- Las Vegas Raiders. Yeah. San Francisco. Jets. San Francisco, not the Jets. No. Nope. San Francisco, if they don't decide to roll with Brock Purdy. Although, I don't know why you wouldn't. And Tennessee is the third team. Tennessee, Vrabel connection there. Yeah. Yeah, McDaniels in Vegas, Vrabel in Tennessee. Yep. I mean, I get wanting to bring Brady in, I guess, because it could be worse than Brady, but I just wish they had people, like all the teams would just blackball and be like, we're not signing Tom Brady. Like, enough. <laughs> Oh, oh well. Is Dak job is safe for now? It looks like. Yes. Yeah, he's not going anywhere. Although I would, I would, you know, let's see how it goes next week. But for <laughs> now, Dak, Dak's job is safe. Uh, although Pro Football Talk reported on Thursday that Brady to Miami is on the table as well. Yeah, I mean that's been rumored for like three years now. Yep. Hmm. Is he a free agent, Brady, technically? Could he just call his own shot? I assume so, yeah. I assume it was just a one-year – came back on a one-year deal. No? I don't know. Yeah. All right, so final – the Elite Eight. Final eight is all set. Sunday's Bills, Bengals, 3 o'clock. This past Sunday was the last Sunday. It's going to actually feel like a Sunday because the three o'clock start time. Mm, yeah, I don't. Three lo- I don't love it. Yeah, it's when six six thirty is second one. It's a weird. It's a weird time for it to start the second. And then they do too. the same start times for Championship Sunday too. Ah, okay. Yeah, that it's a little more palatable on Championship Sunday, but. Just makes it just it's a weird yeah, there's, this is weird start times. I think it's a way where they could they could put a West Coast game on at three o'clock if they really had to. They couldn't do that at one o'clock. Yeah, true. True. I think that I think that's the only reason really for it. Yeah. 
That's all right, though. Jose, it is what it is, man. We're this is uh, the part of the year that that we're at. You deal That's with it. the wonky schedules. Brady's right. tipping his cap to the fans. That's a wrap in Tampa. It looks like. Yeah, thirty-one to fourteen shellacking. There's his family greeting him. Parents, not his actual family that he's completely abandoned. Which one? The first kid or the second set of kids? Yeah, well, he's yeah. He's getting better. The first his first kid that he abandoned was in the womb still. Uh his second kids set of kids, he let them grow up a little bit before he took off. <laughs> Jesus. Uh no number on that game yet here. Yeah, I've been refreshing over here. I'm I'm sticking with the full six, I think. I gotta get that number before uh the end before before we wrap the show up. <laughs> yeah, someone's gotta tweet it out. Come on. I follow all these betting accounts. What are these people good for? Let's go. <laughs> I would assume they would have had it ready to go when the game was still going on. Look ahead. Look ahead line. Holy shit. Oh, good God, man. What happened? No, Frank Thomas died, but it was like the old Frank Thomas, 93 years old. He played for the Mets back in the day. Oh, I didn't even. I was like, Frank Thomas died. I was ready to start like a eugenics it's a conspiracy theory. Jesus. But uh yeah, no, Frank Thomas, original Met from the original 1962 team, died at 90 years old. Didn't even know there was a second Frank Thomas. That's a hell of a way to find out, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, Barely knew him. I mean, the first thing I, I pulled up Twitter, first thing I saw was Keith Hernandez saying, Rest in peace, Frank Thomas. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Frank, Jesus, scaring the shit out of people. Uh, let's see. Nothing yet. Nothing. We know it'll be a start time at 6.30. Yeah, that game would have been more fun if it was like Sam Darnold and the Carolina Panthers. I mean, it would have been the exact same game. Probably it just would have been more fun. The Bucks are just old and like... Yes, they've been, a, they've been a drag. They've been a drag all season when they've been on TV. Yeah, right. All those primetime games, the Amazon game. It's horrible. Dallas exercises some demons tonight. Old playoff demons. You hear the, the stunt that Calipari pulled? No. So they beat Tennessee in Tennessee Saturday afternoon. Okay. Tennessee's fifth in the country. Had the game on for about two seconds, yep. Kentucky went in there, ten, ten and a half point dogs, one out, right? right. I guess the night the night before Calipari took all those players' phones away. <laughs> people are all people are all uh either praising them or saying it was just a stunt. Wait, how's that a stunt? I don't get it. It's a great motivational tool. Get them conscious, get their head in the game, focus. You know, you're with your teammates. You're not. You're not. You're not <laughs> facing the phone. You're with your teammates. Yeah. You're bonding. Then someone commented that Nate Oates should have taken his players' guns away because Nate Oates, coach of Alabama, just had a player 
get arrested for murder. Well, <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's Twitter. In a nutshell. Yeah, that's, that's exa- exactly. Yeah, you said it. Morton Anderson sent out a tweet. Are the Cowboys hiring? Wow. <laughs> wow. Mort from the rafters. Yeah. Jeez. He was the lefty. Gary Anderson was the righty. That's unbelievable. I can't believe that. Taking shots. How old is how old is Mort? Morton Anderson, I'd say he's got to be in his 60s. I feel like he was old when he, like when he was still the Falcons blessed. kicker. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, 62. Damn. I can't have you seen know. the spreads in the other games? I have, yes. So Chiefs are eight and a half, it looks like. I was going to go to DraftKings just to get the up-to-date. Yeah, I got it. I got it right here. I got a DraftKings right here. Chiefs eight and a half, Philly seven and a half, Bills five. Bills are up to five. Okay. Niners Cowboys TBD. Niners Cowboys. That's this is what I wanted. I wanted Brady out, Bucks out. Give me Niners Cowboys. You know, bring me back to the early nineties. Oh yeah. And I basically hated both of those teams. My first memories of football are 93, 92, 90, like right around there. And it mm-hmm. was it was Cowboys, Niners every year in the NC title game, it felt like. It was like three years yeah. in a row. But yeah. like that was it. It was those two teams. And then there was a huge drop off in the NFC. Really a huge drop off in the entire league after those two teams. That was it. You know, we really dodged a bullet because uh... – very easy at that time to just fall into into if you're not like a football fan, you'll have like heavy influence. Like nobody told me to be a Giants fan, it just kind of happened. Mm-hmm. My older brother was, so maybe it just kind of gravitated towards that. But it wasn't like he was buying me giant shit and making me watch every game. It just kind of happened. Um, so really dodge a bullet with like those teams could have very easily been like front runner, jumped on those teams early, and then just been a stupid Cowboys fan. Because yeah. they've been to the playoffs a couple of times and they won a Super Bowl, this one of the it's one of the worst things you could be is an East Coast Cowboys fan. Sorry, no and offense. A million. No, yeah, no offense. Uh, going in your direction over there, but <laughs> I don't blame. It's uh, it's even worse if you're from like Jersey or like live anywhere in New York or anything. It's just ridiculous. Oh yeah, and they're littered, and they're, there's oh. dime a dozen. There's nothing dumber than seeing the Cowboys star and the Yankees sticker on the back of a car. I hate that. I want to rear end that guy in the worst way. Yeah, there was a um, there's a car I used to see like on my commute once in a while. Yeah, it was it was Red Sox Giants. Oh, there's weird pairings sometimes with teams. That's a really strange one. And it's even weirder if you're boasting it. It's like you're, you're, you know, you have no shame, shameless. Yes. <laughs> you just don't see it. You don't see it. If it's, yeah. If it's like you should normal. know that's a, you should know that's a weird pairing and it should only come up in conversation once in a while. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Agreed. That's it. 
Uh, I don't know what this is. I got something 46 and a half. I see under over. Yeah, but that's that's all I got. 46. No, I got Dallas, San Fran, 46. Okay, I got, I got a spread. Okay, what do you got? Good, with a minute 17 to go on the clock. What do you got? Um, take this for what it is. Should I retweet it to our – no, I'm not going to retweet it. Um, but somebody posted – it looks like it's an official site. The guy who posted it has nine followers, seven following. But still, <laughs> this, this looks official. It's listed. It's listed with other. It's listed with other uh, games. Uh, four and a half. Okay. All right. Four and a half. I would have went a, a touch higher to six, but four and a half. Honest, I would have won that because I was off by a point. You're off by. Yeah, I was off yeah. a point and a half. Yeah, it's a win. Should should have won five and a half. Well, All I'm, right. I'm, 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 I'll, I'll be, I'll defer to another site and not to the guy that uh, has seven followers. But there you have it. We're all set. Division or uh, DPW is all set. We'll see you there. Power Hour. We'll be back on Thursday to discuss all that fun stuff. Uh, until then, thanks for spending time with us here at Sunday Poor. And yes, uh, everybody, take care. We'll talk to you Thursday. Locked and low.